I get censored in other places, but uh, not on podcasts, except at Spotify. And um, so Spotify is doing this and, and pushing this out. PayPal, on the other hand, has uh, been uh, uh, deplatforming people uh, economically, not just with their free speech. And then they added the fine to this as well. So uh, now, after this got a lot of attention, within about uh, 48, 72 hours, PayPal has now reversed that, saying we're not going to do that. They gave themselves the power through revised terms of services. And again, uh, the TOS is unbelievably long. It took people a while to realize that they had done this, and then once they did, it really went viral. And it actually appeared, according to uh, some people, who believed that it created something of a run on PayPal itself, people pulling their money out. And so there was a delay, and they said, well, you know, it's going to get harder and harder what it's going to look like in the uh, 21st century as you go to digital banking. Is it going to be identifiable as a run? Or will they be able to have plausible deniability and say, well, this is just uh, something happening with software? That's why you can't get your money just yet. They said the language was never intended to be inserted into our policy. So after, you know, two, three days, they came back and said, well, that was a mistake. Uh, We were wrong. You were wrong. You said you were going to not only suspend people without any, they don't even tell you when they kick you off just like uh, YouTube. They didn't even tell you what they had an issue with. Uh, They will not respond to any questions about it. There is no appeal of this processless uh, encounter with these tyrants. Uh, No, they won't tell you what it's about, uh, but if they think that it's false, they just kick you off. So they put out some false information? Oh, well, um, who? how will they be punished for that? What they said was, um, we, we put out some misinformation about seizing money. And remember, that is what misinformation is, according to them. They have a very specific definition now. You know, misinformation is something that they say is false. Well, they said that's false. Uh, disinformation is distributing it. And malinformation is doing it with harm. And so they are guilty of both mis- and disinformation. They distributed it far and wide, and it was false. Perhaps PayPal should pay $2,500 to each of these people who signed this uh, terms of service. Maybe that would be a good idea. Uh, Liquidate the lies. (laughs) But uh, on uh, Daily Skeptic of the UK, there's an article asking, uh, is PayPal about to go bankrupt? Did they have a run over this? They said with the stock prices of both Credit Swiss and Deutsche Bank under pressure, many in the financial field are becoming concerned that the world could be facing a renewed financial crisis. He says it might not even be the banks that pose the greatest financial risk to consumers. It could be payment providers like PayPal. The really big difference between 2007 and 2022 is that the bank runs no longer look like a bank run. You don't see people queued up in a line like they're showing there outside of a bank. No, instead, it looks like, oh, we're sorry. 
something seems to have gone wrong, please try again later. He says, uh, that's what I noticed when I tried to transfer 500 pounds from my PayPal account to a regular bank account. He said, on Sunday morning, the same message was still occurring. A quick scan of social media proved that I was not alone. So a lot of people were getting this message. Something has gone wrong. We can't process your payment. You can't get any money out. He said, uh, boycott PayPal was also trending on Twitter. So was this um, a coincidence? Yeah, are we a, a coincidence theorist? Uh, if you're going to have people boycotting PayPal, angry about not only their censorship, but about their terms of service to steal money from you. And you start to realize, as people did when Justin Trudeau did that in Canada, right? Shut down people's money in their bank accounts because of their political statements that were perfectly uh, legal and supported under that form of government. And people started to uh, uh, get their money out of the banks. Well, people started to boycott PayPal as well. And let me get my money out of there. I don't want to, you know, who knows what they are going to, they don't like my politics. They're going to steal $2,500 per disagreement, you know, per supposed lie. I mean, we're not talking about just one fine. Oh, you, you said a bunch of things we don't like, $2,500. No, it's $2,500 for each thing they didn't like. And so I could very well believe, as he does, that you had a lot of people who decide they were going to sever their relationships with this evil company, and they were all trying to get their money out at the same time. <clears throat> now, if you do that to a bank, a bank run, <clears throat> they uh, may have the resources other places. And he says, yeah, PayPal definitely does have the resources, but they may have to close the bank temporarily in order to maintain that liquidity, uh, which is what you would physically see. You would see people lined up. You would see the teller come out. So, Sorry, we're closed. Declaring a bank holiday. Can't get your money out. Free speech advocates had spotted the New agreement allowing a sum of $2,500 to be lifted from their accounts if PayPal ever found them guilty of, quote, sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials. It doesn't just have to be me. It could be you on social media. Do you want to leave your money with PayPal? Besides them being evil censors, tools of government censorship, global government censorship. Understand. So they said, uh, if you promote misinformation, if you present a risk to user safety or well-being, you know, you might be concerned about people who are dropping dead from heart attacks, especially young males. And you might post some articles about that, in which case PayPal would rob you of $2,500 for each of these articles that you put out there. You like that? They put it in once, they can put it in again. On Saturday evening, UK time, PayPal's former president, David Marcus, distanced himself clearly from the action. Elon Musk, whose pathway to billionairehood started in 2000 when his company X.com was merged with Peter Thiel's Confinity to create PayPal of today, uh, he later tweeted that he agreed. So here's what uh, David Marcus, former president of PayPal, said. He said, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much to, but PayPal's new AUP goes against everything that I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money 
if you say something they disagree with. Insanity. Elon Musk replied to it and said, agreed. Now, I have for the longest time, when I talked about corporate censorship of your speech, again, corporations are not humans, in spite of what Mitt Romney says. They are creatures of government. Humans, on the other hand, are creatures of God. That means that we are endowed with inalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and part of that liberty is free speech. We create governments in order to protect those liberties. And uh, I've said for the longest time that these corporations are no more, uh, have no more of a right to steal my God-given rights, such as free speech, than they do to uh, pull up to my house and tow my car off when I don't owe them any money on the car or anything else. They just decide they'd like to have my car. So they come up and steal my car. Well, they would be car thieves, wouldn't they? And uh, so these people are stealing something that is far more valuable than your car. And I've used that analogy before. Now it has become literal. Now they not only steal your God-given rights, PayPal does, but they presume to steal your money as well. And there will be no end to it until we've had enough. And here's the good news about this. They got the message loud and clear. Did they get the message from President Trump about censorship? No. Did they get the message from Joe Biden? No. The Republicans in the Senate and the House? No. Certainly not the Democrats. They've been sending a different message. They've been sending the message to do more of it. As Marco Rubio said, you're going to censor who I tell you to censor, right? Not who China tells you to censor. They want to direct the censorship, and they are directing the censorship. They are the iron fist. These companies, whether it's PayPal or Spotify or Twitter, they are the velvet glove, the plausible deniability. And so uh, who, who stopped this? It wasn't Rand Paul. It wasn't Ted Cruz. It wasn't Donald Trump. It was the people. It was the people rising up in mass and saying, we refuse to comply with you. We refuse to do business with you. We refuse to be enslaved by you. That's the good news in all this. The really good news is that we have the power if we understand what's going on and if we're willing to do something about it. And the key thing that keeps us from doing anything about two key things, <laughs> Spanish Inquisition, we have three things. No, the two things that keep us from doing anything about it, number one, ignorance, and number two, uh, fear of the financial consequences. That's why when this is about money, that goes away. And when people know what's happening, that goes away. And, and that's what happened here. Both of those hurdles, ignorance, and fear of the loss of money were a part of the equation. And so they were not factors in this. And we can see that when you remove ignorance and financial fear, you're able to achieve your objective. Can we apply this to other things? Only if we value our freedom more than we do our money. 
That is the only way that we're going to be able to do this. We have to know what's happening. We have to know where they're coming for us. We have to know what their plan is. But we have to overcome the fear that it's going to cost us money. We have to overcome the fear that they're going to withhold money from schools if we buck what they're trying to do to our children, that type of thing. It always has financial strings attached to it because our government has infinite amount of money. It's just fiat. They just create it out of thin air. They create it out of thin air and then they use it to shackle us, to make us afraid. And so I think that is the, uh, the hopeful thing that has come out of this. The Common Man. They created Common Core to dumb down our children. They created Common Past to track and control us. Their Commons Project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. thedavidnightshow.com.